This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's the season of giving, and it's so important that you remember to um, give yourself what you need. We all know the holidays can be stressful. The thing is, sometimes just talking to someone helps. The professionals at BetterHelp are here 24 hours a day, providing professional, affordable, and personalized therapy in a convenient online format. There's no shame in seeking out assistance. As a matter of fact, last Christmas, I used BetterHelp. During the holidays, I went home to my family, and my cousin asked me how my little podcast was doing. And then, in the next breath, he was gushing over my brother because, you know, he got some promotion to senior neurosurgeon at Ashtabula General Hospital. Everyone just kept going on and on and on about how proud they were of his accomplishments and how they all saw that article in the newspaper about how he saved the life of the newborn with the open head wound. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, well, what about my accomplishments? You know, this past year, I found a bunch of people with speech impediments, and uh, I also did a song parody using clips of some mentally ill man who thinks AI is making his legs twitch. Craig couldn't do that, you know, if he wanted to. It's just a different skill set. It really kind of put me in a tailspin mentally. So I turned to BetterHelp. The professional at BetterHelp told me exactly what I needed to hear. My brother Craig is most likely a fraud. He probably cracked the head open of a perfectly fine newborn just to act like he was saving its life. She told me that the real hero of the family is me. The way I constantly punch down, making fun of those who are in no position to defend themselves, like those with speech impediments or the mentally ill. Well, that's a way of holding a mirror up to society. You see... I reflect American values, which is why I should be appreciated, applauded, and lauded. Her words, not mine. Then the professional told me I should uh, gift my brother some really nice, fancy hot chocolate mix. I started to get mad at the bitter help representative. I'm like, why would I get my brother something? He should be buying me expensive gifts and honoring me. I make fun of the mentally handicapped, not him, me. And she quickly calmed me down. She said, no, no, you don't understand. You buy your brother one of those uh, fancy hot chocolate mixes that come in gift bags, you know, with bows on it and stuff. But I should scoop in a heaping helping bit of crystal powder cyanide. That way, next year, no one's going to be talking about my brother's supposed accomplishments. All eyes will be on me where they should be. Just talking to the bitter help professional for a few minutes put my mind at ease. So if you think it can help you, give it a try. Use promo code BITTER for 25% off your first month of counseling at BitterHelp. That's B-I-T-T-E-R help.com. Hey, Briggs, it's Wednesday, December 6th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, Mayday, Mayday, we have a cock destroyer down. Plus, wow, there's a lot of King Koopa porn animation on the internet. I share with you my favorite. A very stable and wise man has a Pokemon-based tantrum at McDonald's and beaten in the face with a sausage. A Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I, I don't have kitty milk. Full bloom AIDS. S M H. 
I think that means shaking my head. I just want to say, how dare you? Welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE. Yes, Timothy James Henson back here with you for the Wednesday episode of DB. Thank you so much for joining me. We start on a sour note. Oh, no. Not again. Yes, today I am sad to report another fallen comrade. One half of the iconic duo, the Comp Destroyers, Sophie Anderson has sadly passed away. Hi, guys. Do you know what we are? We're, We're the fucking cock destroyers. Fucking love you, fucking cock destroying sluts. Big fucking love. Big fucking love. Get them fucking tits out. Get all those fucking cock hungry, cunty, Sophie Anderson and her partner Rebecca Moore were the cock destroyers. In 2021, though, they split up. But Sophie continued on her own. She stopped destroying dicks and started slaying them. Fuck, it's a Sunday. And Sophie, the fucking dick slayer, is out on the hunt for the virgin fucking dick. I think also her tits exploded a few times. I think we covered that on DV. And take all that virgin cum... Until I'm full up, till it's coming out my fucking whore, fucking dick slayer nose. <laughs> I'm gonna slay. I'm gonna destroy. I'm gonna demolish. Watch out, virgins. Virgins, you are finally safe. Sophie is officially off the streets. She's destroying cocks up in heaven now. Yeah, I'm gonna drain those angels' bows. It's the cock destroyers in the afterlife. Want some of that spirit cum coating my throat? Oh, I crave that supernatural spunk, love. Someone point me in the direction of Jesus. I need to suck his big fat cock. I'm a fucking slut. Just wait until I fucking taste his creamy load. Jesus is going to come again and again. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm like turning into a southern accent. Well, what the hell happened here with poor Sophie? According to news stories, a popular UK porn star and internet personality, Sophie Anderson, died at the age of 36 just days after the death of her husband and fellow adult entertainer, Oliver Spedding. The news was announced on Instagram by Anderson's former porn partner, Rebecca Moore. The two shot to viral fame several years ago as a duo known as the Conk Destroyers. Quote, I'm devastated hearing the awful news of Sophie's passing. We shared some amazing times together, and that's how I'm going to remember her. The bubbly, funny, kind-hearted soul who was outrageous on the outside, but also so gentle behind closed doors. Moore did not mention a cause of death. The tragic news comes after Anderson's husband, fellow porn star and ex-footballer, Spedding, died in late November, aged just 34. Now, according to the Daily Mail, Sophie may have been in an abusive relationship. Porn star Sophie Anderson was allegedly beaten up by her footballer boyfriend just weeks before she and he both died. The 34-year-old was detained uh, after officers were called about Sophie being assaulted and injured. He was arrested by Thames Valley Police. Uh, under investigation of GBH, false imprisonment, and sending indecent, obscene, and menacing messages on September 11th. He also did some other stuff, like making a fake announcement that Sophie had died. This was back when she was alive and well. He did this as a malicious prank. Later on, they appeared to have reconciled, and then uh, he dies, and a few weeks later, she died. It's all very strange, but rather focus on all of that unpleasantness. Let's remember Sophie during happier times, like when she was wearing a crown full of dildos. Hello, guys. So what do you think of this? I have a crown made of dicks. Come and take a ride on my crown. I retweeted that video yesterday. If you want to see it, just go to twitter.com slash distorted view or X or whatever the fuck they're calling it. I think history books will write not only very fondly about Sophie Anderson, but the powerful impact the cock destroyers had on American politics. What am I talking about? 
I'm Rebecca Moore. And I'm Sophie Anderson. And, and we, we are the Cock Destroyers. To all of our American fans, remember that being a true cock destroyer means destroying oppression and defending those who need it the most. You can register now at vote.gov. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure the people over there at vote.gov were ecstatic. The cock destroyers were giving them some free advertising. Mm, shove that vote in my ballot box. Oh, give Uncle Sam the blowy he deserves. Yeah. <laughs> I wish there was a way we could see voter registration data, specifically signups that could be directly attributed to this video. They may have swayed that last presidential election. All right, well, there you go. Rest in peace, Sophie Anderson. So I just drive in to get some fucking dick. I'm driving for dick. I want to be that cum dump. I'm driving for dick. I want that spunk all on my face. I'm driving for dick. I wanna be that spunky spunk I'm driving full dick I want that cum in my bum, oh yeah <laughs> Well, while we're talking about unpleasant things here Let me just uh, mention this And I talked about it a little bit on yesterday's podcast Because it was Love Lady Cat Lady's birthday But I thought I should mention it here as well Since today's a uh, free show and more people are listening But yes, Love Lady Cat Lady would have celebrated a birthday yesterday she was a huge fan of the show, very active in the Discord. I know she had tons of friends over there. It was quite the community. She was always organizing uh, DV-related things like the Secret Santa and gathering money to uh, buy me birthday gifts and stuff like that. More importantly, Love Lady Cat Lady contributed to DV through her artwork. She started designing like uh, cover art for the show, and then I recruited her to do some designs for merchandise, which are still available right now at the Distorted View store. Yes, let's turn her death into a plug. I have no shame. That was unintentional, but what I like to call a happy accident. Distortedview.com. Prove to Love Lady Cat Lady in the afterlife that you appreciated her by buying uh, tons of her merchandise. Thank you. Ting. As many of you know, I have a, uh, a wall here in the studio that has about almost, uh, what, 20 little framed pictures of her artwork. So I, uh, I see Level Lady Cat Lady's work and think about her every uh, day. So uh, there you go. Just wanted to mention that. All right. Uh, three very... No, 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 we're not doing that yet. Holy shit. I'm all discombobulated. Sometimes I just... I'm on autopilot. We're not ready to get into the news. I've got more audio to share with you. You know what there is a surprising amount of on the internet? Uh, Bowser-related pornography. <laughs> Apparently, women and gay dudes find the King of Koopas irresistible. Now, here is how I know this is more than just a Rule 34 thing. For those of you that don't know, the you know, Rule 34 on the internet is anything you can possibly think of has been sexualized and turned into porn. So, of course, there's going to be somewhere on the internet, there's going to be, you know, Bowser cocksucking or something, you know, whatever. But I was sifting through pages and pages of thumbnails to 2D and 3D Bowser sex scenes. And what really solidified it for me that uh, this Bowser thing was quite the phenomenon, the sexual configurations were not just the obvious pairings. So it wasn't just like, you know, Bowser fucking Mario or, you know, Bowser eating Princess Peach out. Of course, of course you're going to find that on the internet. These animators slash perverts went much deeper into Mario lore. For instance, I saw a video of Bowser fucking Kamek or Kamek, that like little wizard turtle thing. Here's a clip of Bowser with dry bones. Those of you that haven't played a Mario game in a long time, you might not even know what dry bones is. Well, it's a Koopa, you know, it's like a Koopa, but it's made of bones. And they're mostly found like in castle levels or the haunted houses. You jump on them and then they, they turn into a pile of bones. But then a few seconds later, they reassemble. So you can never like really like kill the dry bones. Anyway, uh, here's a clip of uh, Koopa and Drybones going at it. Can't believe of all my minions of Drybones managed to beat Mario. <laughs> uh. <sighs> Thank you. Peach is finally mine. Now, 
take a look at the chapter artwork and you can see the liberties the artist took when drawing Bowser and uh, Dry Bones. Bowser has huge pecs. Not only does he have that like flaming red hair of his, but that hair extends to his armpits now. Big, full tufts of it are peeking out from underneath his arms. And he's like sort of hugging. He's got his arm around Dry Bones. Dry Bones is also incredibly built. And the only part of him that's an actual bone, it appears, is his head. The rest of his body is just like a hunky dude, a hunky purple guy. So, what do you want as a reward? A mountain of coins? A castle? Tell me, and I'll make it happen. Right, in case you missed the premise, Dry Bones has killed Mario. Bowser is Trey impressed, and he's going to give Dry Bones anything he wants. That decision is going to end up biting Bowser in the ass. Well, it's going to be more than just a bite in the ass. Tell me, and I'll make it happen. I would like to read you... Bowser. Oh, you heard that right. Dry Bones wants to pound Bowser's boy shushy. That's shell pussy, because, you know, he's a turtle. Now, I would like to read you, Lord Bowser. Huh? Uh, what? The scene goes black, and then... Yeah. Bowser's getting nailed. Bowser's on his back, and his arms are folded. It's almost like he's bored. I doubt he's he can even feel uh, anything, right? Dry Bones' dick is not that big. He does leak a lot from um, his dick, though. Eventually, Dry Bones comes. And, of course, as soon as Dry Bones comes, Bowser blows his load. I've got another example here for you. You see, there's a lot of, like, Bowser porn out there, but not a lot of the videos have voice acting. These clips really go the extra mile. The start of this scene takes place on Bowser's airship, where a Koopa runs up to Bowser and points out a picture of Princess Peach. That upsets Bowser. Uh, I told you to forget about Peach! The plumber's brother is all I need. Oh, there's even a little title sequence. The name of this piece is The New Princess. Bowser walks into a room, you know, on the airship. He's completely naked. Big fat cock swinging. Oh. (laughs) Looks like Luigi is handcuffed and he's got duct tape over his mouth. Bowser pulls the duct tape off. Oh, miss me already. Luigi's a little mouthy. Might have to find another way to shut him up. It's been a long day. He's he's jamming his massive cock in uh, Luigi's face. Luigi doesn't seem to have a problem with it, though. Mamma Mia, he's gwaggling that thing. Bowser seems pretty aggressive when face-fucking Luigi, but he stops at one point, then picks him up, and then they start making out. That rip you heard was Bowser, (laughs) as he's holding Luigi uh, from the bottom, he, he rips open a hole. In Luigi's jeans, exposing his asshole. And let me take it all this time. <laughs> there goes the dick. <laughs> Bowser's cock is longer than Luigi is from top to bottom. <laughs> You'd be doing some serious damage to the poor plumber. <laughs> You'd be damaging his plumbing. I always like to hear the sound effects used for the coming. Because, you know, it is a cartoon, so it has to sort of be exaggerated. There it is. Bowser has collapsed on Luigi. Poor Luigi can't move or breathe, apparently. Now, I don't want to leave you Sega fans out of all of this. 
Of course I ran across some Sonic the Hedgehog porn. Now, I don't know who Sonic is with here. This might just be some standard furry porn going on because uh, the title of this video is Muscle Wolf Fucks Sonic. Muscle Wolf just sounds like, you know, a, a generic sexualized animal. Sonic is most definitely Sonic the Hedgehog uh, from the game series, although the artist has inexplicably given Sonic big old titties. So while he does have a cock and balls, he also has a little something extra. He's Sonic the Transhog. I want to take my time with this. Make sure you get the most out of it. Uh, the wolf is fingering Sonic's asshole with a, uh, looks like two fingers. It feels amazing. Sonic likes it. I trust you. You should never trust a wolf. I don't know what they said there, but uh, the fingers have been replaced by the wolf's dick. How does it feel? It's incredible. It's so good. For some reason, you know, I don't see Bowser as a bottom. Sonic, though, taking some dicks? Yeah, that tracks. That passes the vibe check for me, man. Thank you. Please give it all to me. I mean, it sounds like Sonic is an insatiable bottom. The wolf comes so much. Sonic's whole stomach is blown out. Like, he's got a huge belly full of jizz now. Uh, uh, hey, guys, if you enjoyed this animation, don't forget to like and subscribe. Copyright 2023 by Wacky Tunes. Well, there you go. Just a, a few X-rated videos based on your favorite video game characters. Uh, let's move on now. One of our favorites, Will Blunderfield, is back. Uh, he's in the shower fingering his butthole. That's how the video opens. Like, that's the first frame. It's his hairy ass, and, you know, he's knuckle deep in his hole. But, guys, that's okay because he's being uh, spiritual here. His tweet reads, Learn how to ritualistically finger your hairy butthole for greater confidence. And he wants you to subscribe to his OnlyFans, where this advanced technique will be taught in great detail. By the way, this is not some gay shit. This is for you straight guys. The video kind of starts off in the middle because, again, I think it's part of a longer OnlyFans video. But he's uh, talking about anal secretions, which is so hot. I just I love to lick and smell everything that comes out of a butthole. Anyway, uh, here he is talking about secretions and how that can help you on your quest to score with women. It secretes beautiful hormones that make you feel more grounded. So if you're ever nervous talking to a woman, bring your consciousness right there to the base of your tailbone? Yeah, that's going to go over real well. While you're talking to a woman, you just start fingering your ass. You're going to get arrested is what's going to happen. The base of your tailbone, and maybe before you go on the date with her, finger your butthole a little bit, just okay. like this. Yeah, this is, you should do this before she shows up. This is a pre-date fingering. Just please make sure to wash your hands before you actually go on the date. And maybe before you go on the date with her, Finger your butthole a little bit, just like this. Oh, fuck, dude. Or if you have a bestest bro, you can get him to lick, finger, or quit his penis around this area. Just kind of massage your coccygeal body. I don't think you need to be going on a date with a woman at that point if you've just got a bro who's going to be anally penetrating you. Once again, just the most fucking bizarre advice from Will. Love that guy. Real quick, before we get into the news, I've got one more clip to share with you. Apparently, earlier this year in Canada, McDonald's was running a promotion where uh, you could get a Pokemon card, I guess, with a meal. Maybe it was a Happy Meal tie-in type prize or, or whatever. Uh, one man, though, did not get that the Pokemon card like he so wanted and uh, was pissed off. You don't have a book or Pokemon cards? 
If I have it, why don't, why don't I... You gave me a donkey, two kids' meals in a row because I'm an adult. I came there as a child. I wanted a child's nostalgia meal. I understand being disappointed that you didn't get the Pokemon card you came here for. But if McDonald's is out of them, they're out of them. You sound so fucking stupid, though. I dem- I wanted a child's nostalgia meal. I'm an adult. I came here as a child. I wanted. A I child- can't. You certainly did come here as a child. Nostalgia meal. If I can't have it, I want a refund. Okay, the guy's saying, "Okay, I'll give you a refund." It's McDonald's Canada. McDonald's Canada shouldn't treat customers like this. He says he has no books or Pokemon cards left in stock with the whole rack of them. He gives me a dump two times in a row. McDonald's, I want to press charges on McDonald's. You're behaving worse than my disabled children, I'll tell you that. I do not. I want my my donation back, too. That's right. No money for the sick kids if I can't get my Pokemon card. You fuck me over, I fuck over the crippled children. No, I'm not being worse than a sick child. Yes, you are. Put it online. Put it online. I'm being targeted. Oh, I will if you want. I do. I wasn't going to, Please but I will. Please put it online. I'll continue yeah. because I'm being targeted. Why can I not get a child meal? No, you're good. We're just throwing that term targeted around all willy-nilly, aren't we? It's, like, it's some big conspiracy. No one will give you the Pokemon card. It's obviously the work of an evil cabal. No, you're okay. No, you, you don't have it. You don't have a book or chip or Pokemon card. I wish them to come to Churro, Nova Scotia, Canada, McDonald's and say they don't have a book or Pokemon cards in the building. This isn't right, sir. Are you the manager? I wish to speak to the manager. I want to complain. I'm sober and I'm a wise, wise man. I want to make not on that. <laughs> He's sober and wise. Canadian public freakouts are so different than American ones, huh? I don't believe you. Are you lying to me on Sunday, on God's day? Are you lying to me, sir, on Sunday? Is this a fucking bit or something? Like, is this a prank? On God's day, is I can't believe this guy is real. Are you, sir? Look me in the eyes and says you're not. I'm filmed, by the way. I'm going to fast forward a bit here because there's some stuff I can't really hear clearly. But another customer gets involved wanting to know what the hell's going on. And this is how our protagonist responds. Look at you. How big are your ankles? Size small? I'm like a corner dog, buddy. Like, like your nose off, bitch. Cut, 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 cut. You're yeah. gonna get hurt, hurt. in the face now. Do it! Do it! On camera! Oh, 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 the, the other customers start throwing punches. <laughs> now they're tussling. You don't you don't bark at a perfect stranger. Again, I just have to point out that this is all over a Pokemon card. They continue to wrestle around. You're done back up there! Let go of me! Yeah. <laughs> Let go of me or you're done! He's the one being held down. You're in no position to be making demands. You let go of me! Or else, or else what? He just, he won't, you know, you can't do anything. I'm biting, let go of me, you attack me, you punch me. Back up! God will bite you! You hit me first, you attack me! You physically attack me! That is true, the other customer did, um physically attack him first <laughs> now pokey pokemon man wants to bite bite him might as well back up back up they are no longer intertwined let's see if the physical altercation continues you hit me and i will fucking hurt you i'm ready to bite you you're on camera, you hit me. You know, this guy kind of treated this dude like a toddler. You know how, like, uh, babies easily forget stuff? You know, they start crying over one thing. And if you get their attention, right, if you can lure their focus with something else, they completely forget about the reason why they were crying in the first place. This guy has completely forgotten about the Pokemon card. Can you, can you, can you you want to go? Let me get rid of this fucking backpack. Yeah. You go. That's what's been slowing him down. That's why you were able to uh, tackle him in the first place. Because of that book bag. Now we're ready to go. Look at yep. that. Yep. Now I can fight. Now I can fight. Come on. Come You hit me. Come on. I'll counter fucking hit you. The other customer's just throwing chairs at the Pokemon man now. (laughs) 
the whole time, the, the, the Pokemon guy is backing up. He keeps like, come on, let's fight, come on. But he, he keeps running away. He attacked me. This is a fascinating case study in humanity. You attacked me. Unfortunately, there is no real resolution to this fight. I'm 100% sure he didn't get his Pokemon card, though. And that's the real tragedy of the story, I think. All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist and up fucked up news right after this break. Today's podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. I want to talk about the stigmas surrounding mental health today. Um, For instance, Some people think therapy should be used as a last resort, only when things get too bad and you don't know what else to do. The truth is, for many people, just having someone there to listen to you and offer a little guidance can help prevent you from getting to that extreme state. And that's a healthier way to live. For instance, there's this problem that's been brewing in my life. You see, every Christmas I go home and I get the absolute shittiest gifts from the people that supposedly love me. You know, my sister gets me socks. My mom gets me a gift card to Lane Bryant. And my cousin gets me this flower kit that includes sod and seeds to flowers like pansies and stuff. I think it's homophobic. It might be a hate crime. Anyway, this year I was planning on murdering my entire family, just really bludgeoning every last one of them. I even rendered my mom's house in a uh, 3D program and I kind of plotted my course. You know, I'd start upstairs when my uncle takes his post Christmas dinner shit and I'd surprise him in the bathroom. His pants would be around his ankles, giving me the perfect opportunity to take my seven inch knife and disembowel that little asshole. I literally want to stick my hand inside of him and pull out his intestines like I'm a magician doing that scarf trick. As I continued to plan my Christmas massacre, I couldn't stop shaking. And that's when I remembered better help. I called the toll-free number and was instantly connected to a mental health professional. I told her my entire story, and without judgment, she calmed me down and suggested I was shaking because I might have a mild form of general anxiety disorder. She helped me schedule a screening, and less than a week later, I was prescribed Celexa. So now, when I go home this holiday and I strangle my grandfather with a string of Christmas lights and decapitate my brother-in-law and plop his head on the top of a snowman out front and slice and dice my nieces and nephews, I'm not going to feel nervous, and I won't feel jittery, and best of all, I won't have the shakes. All thanks to BetterHelp. BetterHelp might be right for you. If you think it can help, give it a try. Use promo code BITTER and get 25% off your first month of counseling at BitterHelp. That's B-I-T-T-E-R help.com. Welcome back to DV. Just a quick reminder, if you're not a Sideshow member, sign up right now. Yesterday was a very fun Sideshow exclusive podcast, and we'll be doing another one tomorrow. You can sign up at superfreaksideshow.com. If you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can also sign up right inside those apps. It makes it very easy to get those Sideshow exclusive episodes. For more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, looks like we've got a DV update here. You may recall a story about a YouTuber, you know, just trying to get that viral video. So he... um purposely crashed his plane for likes and views. Remember this guy? He was in his plane. He was filming. He's got cameras all around his plane, like on the wings and shit, right? And then he just, he in midair, he crawls out, jumps out of his plane. He has a parachute. And then the, the plane crashes. If I recall, by the end of this whole stunt, the video barely went viral. It's not like it was racking up tens of millions of views. He was hoping not to get caught by authorities. But um, because there was a bunch of news stories written about it, I think that's when people actually started watching the video. Unfortunately, all of that attention is uh, what got him arrested. It was a pretty open and shut case because, again, everything was filmed. He filmed his crime. YouTuber Trevor Daniel Jacob, a 30-year-old resident of Lompoc, was sentenced to six months in federal prison for deliberately crashing a plane in California's Los Padres National Forest as part of a money-making scheme to generate online views. It's also known as just, you know, being a YouTuber. It's a scam, a scheme. The U.S. Attorney's Office announced the sentencing on Monday. 
Jacob, an experienced pilot, skydiver, and a former Olympic athlete who competed in the 2014 Winter Olympics as a snowboarder, began a solo flight from Lompoc City Airport to Mammoth Lakes on November 24th, 2021. However, his intentions were far from a routine flight, as revealed in court proceedings. The YouTuber had received sponsorship from a company and agreed to promote the company's wallet in a YouTube video. Prior to takeoff, Jacob mounted several cameras on different parts of the plane and equipped himself with a parachute. He also had a video camera and a selfie stick. Approximately 35 minutes into the flight, Jacob ejected from the plane. He claimed in a later video that the plane's engine had cut out. He recorded himself parachuting to the ground, capturing the entire crash with the various cameras. After safely landing, Jacob hiked to the crash site, recovered the video recordings, and then two days later, on November 26th, he notified the National Transportation Safety Board about the incident. The agency promptly launched an investigation and instructed Jacob to preserve the wreckage. Despite his initial agreement to cooperate, Jacob later lied to investigators about not knowing where the wreckage was. On December 10th, 2021, he and a friend flew to the crash site by helicopter and retrieved the wreckage. He then transported all that shit to Santa Barbara County. Jacob then loaded the wreckage into his pickup truck and drove it to an airplane hangar where he deliberately cut it up and destroyed the aircraft. Dipshit probably filmed all of that as well. He unloaded the parts into trash bins at the airport and elsewhere, all with the intent to obstruct federal authorities from investigating the crash. On December 23rd of that year, Jacob uploaded a YouTube video titled I Crashed My Plane, featuring footage of him parachuting out of the plane and the subsequent crash. Oh, uh, and of course, uh, the sponsored wallet promotion. During the investigation, Jacob continued to deceive federal authorities by filing a false reporting, uh, indicating that his plane had lost full power approximately 35 minutes into the flight. Additionally, ting, ting, he lied to a Federal Aviation Administration aviation safety inspector, falsely claiming that he had parachuted out of the plane due to engine failure and the inability to identify safe landing options. Again, this stunt resulted in uh, not that many views. I think YouTube pulled his entire channel down, as a matter of fact. So he's not making money anymore from the video. Can't imagine that wallet sponsor gave him a lot of cash. And, you know, now he's going to be uh, in jail, federal prison for six months. Another social media influencer success story. Ting. Second story we have for you. The family of a North Carolina teenager is taking legal action against American Airlines, alleging that a flight attendant affixed an iPhone to an airplane toilet to record her using the restroom during a September flight. Be cool if he set that up for slow-mo mode or cinematic. Really get some moody piss shots there. Those iPhones take beautiful video. All right, the lawsuit filed Friday in U.S. District Court in North Carolina contends that American Airlines knew or should have known the flight attendant was a danger and that the failure of other crew members to seize the employee's phone allowed him to tamper with evidence. Oh, was he able to delete the video? So there's like no evidence now. This is going to be a tough one. The incident in question occurred on a September 2nd flight from Charlotte, North Carolina to Boston. The 14-year-old girl, whose identity is protected in the legal filing, recounted that while she was waiting to use a bathroom in the economy section, I'm sorry, if you're flying coach, you should just expect that someone's going to film you taking a shit. I mean, you're slumming it in economy. You want some privacy? It's business class or better. Anyway, yes, while she was waiting to use a bathroom in the economy section where her family was seated, the flight attendant directed her to the first-class cabin restroom. Oh, you just got yourself a free bowel movement upgrade. If anything, so far, American Airlines is coming off looking good. They're really going above and beyond. The flight attendant, a male, entered first, claiming he needed to wash his hands. That's a huge red flag because guys never wash their hands. Something definitely is fishy going on here. He emerged a minute later, informing the girl that the seat was broken, but not to be concerned. After using the restroom, the girl noticed an iPhone positioned in a way that was mostly concealed by red airline tape bearing the message removed from service, but with the camera flash still visibly active. The lawsuit states the girl was shocked and scared, realizing that someone had placed the phone to film her using the toilet. She took a photo of the device herself. 
The family's lawyers allege that the flight attendant subsequently removed the phone, deleting images of the girl before allowing her father to examine his iPhone photos. The family claims that an FBI agent informed the girl's mother that no incriminating images were found on the flight attendant's phone, and as a result, no arrest was made. Okay, but the phone was placed there by the flight attendant, and he did it to take photos of the girl. So, like, even if the the pictures weren't found, the dude should still be arrested or at least fired, right? The identity of the male flight attendant remains unknown to the family, including details such as his name, residence, or current employment status with American Airlines. He's the CEO. Uh, The girl undergoing therapy for trauma. I mean, okay. We come from different generations, so okay, I'm not going to make fun of this girl for needing therapy because a camera was placed in the toilet. I mean, that is, it's fucked up. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, my, you know, my life wouldn't be turned upside down, totally destroyed because of it. I mean, honestly, all I'd be thinking about is the huge ass payout I'm about to receive from American Airlines. That's going to go a long way to help my trauma, baby. American Airlines stated that the flight attendant involved was immediately withheld from service after the alleged incident and has not worked since. But uh, I noticed they they didn't say he was fired. He's just being withheld from service. The airline emphasized its commitment to cooperation with law enforcement, noting in a prepared statement that safety and security are their top priorities. Okay, still, you know, the little girl got to use the first class bathroom. That was exciting, right? It wasn't all bad. All right. uh, Honestly, I don't even know if the restrooms are different on planes. I've only ever flown coach. Yeah, I'm slumming it back there. I do feel like, you know, first class should be a little fancier, a little more spacious, at least, right? Have any of you freaks got the chance to, to fly first class? Did you take a chance to drop a deuce? Tell me all about your experience. Call into the voicemail line. All right, final story we have for you today. This one just happens to come from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Praise Jesus. Give me a hallelujah. Hallelujah. Florida. This almost fucked up state. Shepherd, hear me now. Yes, Florida man Ray Allen, age 61, has been ordered by a judge to refrain from any contact with his wife. Why, you ask? He did something. Uh, He was arrested for allegedly assaulting her by hurling a sausage at her face. Nope, nope, that is not a euphemism. Sadly, it was a real sausage, and it was her real face. Uh, The altercation unfolded on a Saturday afternoon during a heated exchange of words. Alan purportedly threw a sausage, presumed to be pork, at his 64-year-old spouse. Nice attention to detail there. Well, I don't know. It's very different if you're hitting the face with a turkey sausage. To me, I like to have all this information. All right, according to the arrest affidavit, the sausage struck the victim on the right side of the face. EMS personnel. How hard did he strike her? (laughs) Break some bones there? Uh, Emergency medical services personnel responded to the couple's residence in St. Petersburg, where they administered a saline solution to wash out the victim's eye. So there was no real damage. The biggest concern was like getting uh, sausage juice in in her eye and it getting infected. You know, you don't want pink eye. All right. Following the incident, Ray Allen was arrested on charges of domestic battery and subsequently booked into the county jail. He was released from custody on his own recognizance. While Allen has pleaded not guilty to the misdemeanor charge, a circuit judge issued an order prohibiting him from contacting the victim. Law enforcement officials suggested that alcohol may have played a role in the confrontation, which occurred at around uh, 2.50 p.m which is a perfectly acceptable time of day to be blackout drunk. Interestingly, I mean, I don't know if you'll find it interesting, but I found it interesting. Interestingly, the sausage implicated in the battery was not confiscated. If I was this guy's lawyer, I would be all over that little detail. How do we even know this weapon, and I'm using quotes there, existed? It's really just her word against his. You got to show me the sausage. I'd be turning all Johnny Cochran. Without the meat, prosecution must admit defeat. It's as simple as that. Guy should have no problem uh, beating these charges. All right. Uh, well, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. 
All right. Love to hear from you freaks. Many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Uh, special shout out to my patrons who are pledging $5 and getting access to that special voicemail line. Where, of course, I will play your calls first. And yes, we do have some patrons today. What do you got for me? Hey, Tim Haley's Comet calling up. Now, that's the real Haley's Comet. There was a, a fraudulent Haley's Comet on yesterday's Sideshow exclusive program. Comet calling up. Um, I've got COVID, and I was feverish and delusional last night, and a thought occurred to me. Um, Tiny Tim's Santa Claus Has Got the AIDS This Year. That tune would scan to instead saying Santa Claus Has Got COVID This Year. You know, mm-hmm. two Two syllables, it's a pretty easy drop in and replace. And since Tiny Tim had no clue what AIDS was, or at least he claims he didn't know when he, he knew what, what, what AIDS was when he recorded the song, the lyrics work just fine for COVID, too. So I think you I think you're still delusional. have a new Christmas song to record. And yeah, sing. but like COVID is so 2020, right? No one's talking about this shit anymore. This time of year. Santa Claus has got COVID this year. You've got much more musical talent than I do. I'm sure you can work out something <laughs> interesting like Yeah. Yeah, let's listen to my musical talent again. Yeah, it's amazing. And I'm saying a prayer for the desperate hearts tonight. Desperate hearts. Desperate hearts. Give it up and say that map and give it right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, waka-ka, waka-ka-ka-ka. Yeah. See, maybe you should just go ahead and record that Santa Claus has got COVID this year song. There's no way I can sing better than you, right? Hey, Tim. Happy Monday. Hey, um, I was the one who said February 15th for dad, uh, me and dad. You know, it's autistic Mexican, autistic wetback, whatever you want to call me. Anyway, uh, um... On the show today, uh, you know, I, I've been noticing, uh, well, I've noticed before I started listening to you, Arizona is considered the Florida of the West. Hmm, uh, yeah, there, I kind of, I might agree with you there. There does seem to be a lot of news stories coming out of Arizona, right? It's considered the Florida of the West. Uh, in my opinion, Arizona is the third most fucked up state after Florida and Ohio. Hmm. Um, it's funny how many stories are from here that yeah. you report on. It's hilarious. Uh, anyway... Uh, this weekend, I started listening to Chris Hansen's Predators I Have Caught podcast. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. And it, it's so funny. I don't know if you've listened to the, his podcast, but it is freaking amazing. It's hilarious. Um, and it's funny because he tries to be edgy, but at the same time, he's such a nerd <laughs> that it, it just... It, it just ends- we've, uh, we've played clips from... I, I believe that show, one of Chris Hansen's podcasts before. Something funny, and... Um, He's he's try he's trying to do the voices like you, which is, it's just funny. Also, did you know that Chris Hansen? I, I mean, I know you talked was on an episode of South Park. Don't you even dare about him a lot. So I don't know what you've covered about him, but he's doing uh, boner pills, Viagra pills. Uh, he's doing ads for Viagra. Oh, really? On, I do want to hear that on satellite radio. Yeah. Um, which is? Do you want a harder dent for sex? It strikes me as weird. <laughs> Like, no, I think it's a perfect fit. What's the motivation behind having Chris Hansen advertise Viagra? It's just it's- Well, on one hand, you know, he's always reading those transcripts. So he's always reading about sex. So why not do some advertisements about sex? I'll make you feel real good. Would you try anal with your cat? <laughs> those transcripts are always crazy. But yeah, like anytime Chris Hansen is talking about sex, it's in reference to like <laughs> like a predator having inappropriate conversations with little girls or like fake little girls. So it is kind of weird that he's doing uh, Viagra commercials. <laughs> I'm going to try to track that down. Hey, Boo, back and come here, long-time caller, first-time listener. Uh, hey, I just uh, finished up my bi-yearly uh, rewatch of All of Mr. Show. Oh, one of the best shows ever. If you are a fan of sketch comedy, Mr. Show is uh, top-notch. And I'm wondering what your favorite sketch from that is oh god uh now i specify now it has been uh, a hot minute since i've watched those episodes i mean i i have seen every episode a gazillion times but it's probably been five ten years um since i've done like an entire rewatch 
I'm such a big fan. I have their official book. Did you know that they came out with a uh, Mr. Show book? I think it was called uh, What Happened. And uh, it, it's a very nice book, full color, everything. Not best, because best is probably the audition. And I think that's a fair... Uh... Yeah, uh, the audition or the uh, the pre-tape call-in talk show is good, too. That's a, that's one that people reference Answer a lot. Answer for best. Uh, Blow Up the Moon is a good one. The one where Jay Johnson keeps falling into, like... The wall and knocking down his mom's double collection is really good. Yeah. But uh, one of my personal favorites is, it's so dumb, but uh, Monster Party. Oh my god, you are so absolutely fucking right. That is uh, an amazing sketch. Backer fiction. I I love, the, I, I, I could probably recite that entire sketch. The fact they interviewed someone. <laughs> He's a novelty record collector named Dr. Retarded. That gets two squeaks. And then the, the, his mother, <laughs> the mother who's in his way. Mother, like just every little thing about that sketch is so good. The, the, um, the party, uh, she went to a party like hypnotist named Tish Pomfritz. I love that name. Yeah, oh, that is, yeah, that's, that's a really good one. That one sticks out. 99% of you people are like, what the fuck are these idiots talking about? <laughs> so sorry. <Yeah. laughs> Half of it is uh, Bob and Kirk playing a guy named Dr. Retarded. Yes! <laughs> Dr. Retarded. <laughs> but, then, but David also playing someone who's like really serious about the monster party he attended. Yes. It's so... It's so dumb, and yeah, you know what? I'm going to embed it or link it on today's show notes so you can watch it. I also like the the whole mayo stirred mustard ANAs, like those like three or four commercials they did. I love the Fairsley grocery store ad thing. I mean, I could just keep listing sketches I love from that series. The TV version of um, uh, like Goodfellas or whatever, like their version of Goodfellas, where they censor it and they do all those like crazy edits. That's good. Uh, oh, the prenatal. <laughs> I can just keep listing them. The prenatal. It's very. It's it's not often that I get to talk about Mr. Show because no one's ever watched that show. Uh, the prenatal beauty pageant. To this day, I will I will say literarily. I literarily just like David Cross does. <laughs> that stupid sketch. Literarily. All right, that's enough. Uh, I'm sorry. That is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys to email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. Oh, Monk Academy, that's another good one. That, like, the spoof of the 80s thing. I just thought of that one, too. Let's just watch Mr. Show from now on. Let's not even do a podcast. Let's just have a rewatch series. I want you all to watch this program with me. Thank you. All right. Uh, voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206 Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Fuck our holes. Fuck our faces. Spunk all over us. I, I want to say taint, too. The the whole, like, taint magazine thing. It's like boogie nights. Whatever. Uh, spread the distortion. ST. Just watch all of Mr. Show. Especially, like, seasons, like, two through four are really good. Well, three, do three and four. Start with three and four. Those are my favorite. Okay. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the podcast. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. If you're Sideshow Freaks, I'll see you back tomorrow. Otherwise, I'll be back to end the week with the Friday show. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Spunk them fucking balls. Mm. Do you know what? Grab those fucking uh, balls in our mouths. Yeah, look they at were that. fucking teabag, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, mm, fucking dirty spunk bitches. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big fucking tits. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrob Media Group. Learn more at scrob.net.